It is great to be with you. I'm Rabbi Ken Brodkin. This is the Jewish Growth Podcast. This past Sunday, some friends of mine, former congregants from Portland, who recently moved to the East Coast, visited my family here in Manalpa, New Jersey, and we had a great time. They were sharing with us how they left Portland, and one of those Lech Lecha moments, a big time of change in their lives as their rabbi in Portland. I saw them in earlier moments of movement. They made huge strides to become observant Jews. We helped them as they moved into our neighborhood, get closer to the shul. And like this family, my family too has had our own Lech Lecha moments. We're just a, a day away, as I record, from reading Lech Lecha, where we encounter Avraham in a moment that really has had a profound impact on human history. Lech Lecha, go for yourself from your land, your birthplace, your father's household, to the land that I will show you. This moment was a new dawn in history. It was the birth of a really a new concept, that a human being is on a journey, called to a new destiny for a purpose that is purely and solely spiritual. And we are following today in those steps of Avraham and Sarah. The Midrash teaches us, Masa avos simon labanim, the deeds, the actions and steps that the patriarchs took are a sign and even a guide for the children. So when Abraham lived his life, he was guiding us, setting a precedent for our lives. What do we gain from this path of Abraham? In a sense, every Jewish journey begins with lech lecha, which means go for yourself. When Ruth departed from the land of Moab to go to Beit Lechem and Yehuda, she was on her own lech lecha journey. And there's just something about all of this that resonates. Maybe it's the idea that Hashem instructs Avraham to go El Ha'aretz Asher Areka to the land that I will show you as in the future tense. God told Avraham to leave, but Avraham would only see the destination in a future time. And likewise, Ruth did not know how things would, le- would turn out when she left Moab. And like Avraham, we too go on our, our own journeys without knowing how things will turn out. And this idea that we make movement without fully knowing where we're going is a huge part of personal growth. But then again, Avram's whole life was a model of growth. The Mishnah in, in the fifth chapter of Pirkei Avos says, Avram was tried with ten t- trials, ten tests, the Amad Bakulam, and he stood in all of them. Now, the nature of a test is that we we live with uncertainty. We have some sort of uh, hurdle that we need to cross, and there's uncertainty. If we can do that, if we face a, a financial or personal challenge, and if we knew how it would work out, then it wouldn't be a trial. Avram experienced uncertainty from displacement to famine, from the abduction of Sarah to the war with the kings and tension with Lot. His life was filled with travails. And with uncertainty. How did he persevere in all of these moments? The Rambam writes about the life of Avraham Avinu in the Mishnah Torah, the section on idolatry. And what we see from the Rambam becomes so clear, clearly stated, is that there's really two facets of Avraham's journey. On the one hand, there was his personal path. Avraham was troubled by this enigma of the universe, and he wandered and traveled in his mind. He was Meshote Bedato, traveling in his mind, the Rambam literally says, until the point that he discovered the Creator. 
Now, on the other hand, Avram was on a physical trek from place to place, and he not only moved to Canaan, the, the Rambam explains, he went out and, and he called out, he would gather people from city to, from city, to city, until he arrived to the land of Canaan. And there in Israel, he called out in the name of God, God of the universe. So Avraham was, was calling people to, to God. And when he arrived to Israel, of course, he first planted himself between Ai and Beit El. And Sforno explains that Avram placed himself between these two metropolises so that he would have access to many people to call out unto. It was strategically situated. But how did he call out in the name of God? Did he stand up on a soapbox in a street corner? I remember once actually watching a pastor on a beach in Oregon, uh, nearby a beach, calling people to follow, well, uh, you know who. But anyways, Rashi, Rashi explains how Avram would call out to people. He would invite them to his tent and offer hospitality. And after they ate and drank, Avram would say to his guests, let us bless whom you have eaten from. You think you have eaten from my property. You have eaten from the creator of the universe. People will then thank the creator. And that is how Avraham situated himself, how he situated himself geographically in the right place. And he creatively led people to the realization that they were benefiting from God. Avraham wasn't given any set of instructions about how to bring people closer to the creator. And yet he found a way. I saw a young Jew on Twitter post this week about how hard he finds it to connect with synagogue life. And as I came across this, I thought about how creative we need to be to help people connect to our community. This week we held a challah here in our shul. It was great to see so many people, moms, their kids. Everyone loves to make challah. The highlight for me was watching people and wrapped and listening to Aviel, my wife, describe the mitzvah, the bracha over challah. It felt so, sort of reminiscent of Avraham feeding the guests. But getting your hands dirty with dough is just a perfect way to ignite this connection to Judaism. And when I see people in, in, engaging in mitzvot, of course, here in the community, in the synagogue, be it davening or braiding dough, I really know this is why we're here. Because when you think about Avraham, he really was on two journeys. On the one hand, there was definitely his own spiritual odyssey. But on the other hand, he brought others closer to Hashem. And in both of these trips, there really was no map. But while there was no map, he also knew in an ultimate sense where he was headed. He may not have known the geographical coordinates, coordinates, but he knew his destiny in the big sense. And Avraham stood, as the Mishnah says, in 10 trials. So there was plenty of tribulation. But he always knew that, that big destination. He was following God's word. This is what the Torah says. I know him. For Avram commands his children and the members of his household after him, Vishamru Esderech Hashem, Lasos Tzedakah Umishbat. They guard the way of God to do justice and righteousness. These exact words of justice and righteousness are echoed in the first chapter of Isaiah, where the prophet teaches us that the Jewish people are here in this world to be a model of justice and righteousness. Avram started that path. And the important thing about Lech Lecha 
is that he was willing to take the next step. Ruth, too, walked away from her homeland in Moab. She didn't know how it was going to work out in Beit Lechem, but she started walking towards her vision. And the worst thing is when we don't take any steps in life. But Abraham knew that big goal, and so he withstood his trials, and he walked. And this lesson is applicable in our personal lives and Jewish community life. I think about this so often, how we make plans and things turn out in a little bit of a different way, but we still get to the destination. I've had that happen in, in many, ta- many times. Of course, I, I had the merit of founding a school, my entire day school in Portland. And I had a certain idea in my mind about who the school would cater to, who we would attract. And we took a myriad of steps, launching a preschool back in 2010, 2011. And over a period of years, we found success. But it turned out to be with a different demographic of parents than we first imagined. And I, I find that that happens. It's happening here, too, in, in, my, own, in my life at synagogue now. Thanksgiving, for example, is a time I love to always have a program in the synagogue around Thanksgiving. And I used to run a uh, like a late minion on Thursday mornings, followed by breakfast with learning. So recently I was talking with some community members here, and someone shared the idea that it would be great if people who grew up here, Congregation Sons of Israel, want to come back and, and see they're interested in our new direction, and uh, they have plans to come home over Thanksgiving. And so there are a number of people that want to hold a reunion and a, a community-wide kiddish to reconnect. Now, this idea of a reunion, a reunion for former members is not something I ever thought of. But when I heard of this, I realized, you know, it's a step forward in building community and in gathering people around an inspiring shoal. And so we take steps forward, whether it's in our own life or in our communities. And like Avraham, there is no question that our paths will be laden with challenges and with trials. We all have goals. How will we achieve them? What's going to be with our personal bank account or the synagogues or what's going to happen with our career or the leaking roof? But the critical thing for us as Jews in this path is this. Masa avos simen lebanim. The action of the fathers is a sign. It's a guidepost for the children. And Avram, of course, withstood trials and uncertainty, and that really is our example. The biggest part of Avram's life was when God called to him, Avraham walked. He took the next steps in his journey before he really even knew what the land of Israel was. And the same is true for every person. When an individual Jew commits to one mitzvah, they don't know exactly which next mitzvah that is leading them to. They might keep a part of Shabbos, and where will that take them next? When my wife's great-grandmother set out from Brisk to Lithuania, Brisk in Lithuania to Israel, she did this about a, about 100 years ago as, as a widow, and she didn't know how things would work out, but she went on that path, and she connected to the Holy Land. Similarly, when our synagogue here holds an event, someone from the neighborhood comes in, we don't know exactly the impact of the, that moment on their life, or on the shoal's life, but critically, in all of this, we're walking, we're taking strides forward. In all of our steps, the point is that we know the bigger picture. We stride to lead ourselves and others to walk in the derech, the way of Hashem. And with that knowledge of the big picture and a willingness to go forward, there is no question that in the future, we will discover the great destiny that God will show us. Thanks for being with me. 
I'm Ken Brodkin, and this is the Jewish Growth Podcast.